Arizona State is absolutely going to need all hands on deck in 2022. But a handful of guys could be big-time contributors for them in 2022. And we're here to talk today about who those guys could be on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including but not being limited to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I can't remember if I said the Odyssey app or not. I don't think I did. The Odyssey app. But more importantly, you can check us out on YouTube as well if you want to see us in a visual platform. But wherever you do get your podcast, make sure that you hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications button so you never miss an episode that we upload Monday through Friday, the best Arizona State Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. Guys, Arizona State Sun Devils football, as we all know by now, is going through a bit of a transition period, to put it you know politely and gently. But... I still believe that there is a handful of guys that could be making a big-time difference for the team in 2022. In fact, there's four guys who stand out to me today. There would be three, but I did have a tie between two of the guys, and you'll understand why I decided to make it a tie with these two players in particular. But nonetheless, Arizona State is going to need a lot of their players to be big-time, you know, step up and... Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Like next man mentality. You need a lot of guys to be doing this, but there is a handful that I'm going to be looking at. And we're going to go ahead and start off with the Markham brothers, both Keon and Kawan Markham. I believe that these guys could be stepping up into very, very big time roles for the team in 2022 because gone are Jack Jones, Chase Lucas, and Tommy Hill, all three of them being very important pieces last year. The first two, of course, going to the NFL and Tommy Hill transferring to Nebraska. With their absences creates a huge hole in the defensive backfield. So Jordan Clark coming back this year, I've been on record many a times and I will continue to be on record with saying that I think Jordan Clark is going to be a very important player in this secondary this year. You know, I think he is one of those guys who's very capable of being a very good slot corner for the team coming in at 5'10", 185 pounds, going into a redshirt junior season. I think that he's in store for a, quite frankly, like a massive role for the team. I think that he's going to be probably the best corner that they have on the team. He's certainly the most established guy, regardless of the fact that they have Edmonds and Bethley coming in from the transfer portal to play the safety positions for the team. Excuse me. Little allergies bugging me recently. But... Nonetheless, I do believe that uh, Jordan Clark is going to be one of the more productive guys in that secondary. But looking at the outside, the boundary corners, because I think that Clark is going to be more of your slot inside nickel guy. I'm curious who's going to be that person for the team. And I think there's a potential for both of the Markham brothers to end up being those guys. Now, both of them standing at six foot one, about 190 pounds each, Markham being 198 or They're both Markham. Keon 
being 198, and he is the uh, junior, true junior of the group, and Kawan standing at 6'1", 190, a little slighter, and going into his senior year. Now, Kawan has the most experience between the two, playing 18 games over his first three seasons, including a career best nine games a year ago. He did record an interception, deflected two passes, and racked up 27 tackles. So this is the guy who has the most experience of the two brothers that are on this team. Keon was also able to manage an interception last year. Uh, only nine tackles. In fact, he only has 18 career tackles in six games played for the Sun Devils. But with the lack of experience that the team has on the field right now, I think that both of them are in store for you know rather large roles for the team. And I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. I think Kawan, who has the most experience here, is somebody that could definitely end up, you know, playing his dividends. I think he did show a lot of promise last year. I don't think it's a coincidence that the team is going to be placing a lot of their trust into him this year. And I mean, you got a lot of younger guys coming in as well. You know, Isaiah Johnson being a true or not a true freshman, excuse me, being a redshirt freshman. Uh, you have RJ Reagan is a sophomore. Mason Williams, a redshirt sophomore. T. Lee, a redshirt sophomore. There's a lot of young guys in this backfield right now, and they're going to be looking for a veteran leader to be, you know, the outside presence. And right now that's Kawan. And I like Kawan Markham. So I really think he could be a big time contributor. I'm also a fan of Keon Markham. I think that Keon is somebody who if he plays like his brother this could be a very like sneaky good player for the Sun Devils secondary I I like the Markham brothers this year I don't know if I'm ready to say that they're both going to be you know legitimate number one number two corners for you but I do think that both of them could be really good surprises for Arizona State this year and there's some other guys that you'll be looking at as well. Uh, Tamarcus Davis being a fifth-year player for the team is likely going to play a large role as well. Naturally, like I already mentioned, uh, Corey Bethley and Chris Edmonds, the safeties, are going to be important players. But looking particularly on the outside at the corner position, I think the Markham brothers could both be in store for pretty big roles. And I'm going to look specifically at Kawan. So like I said, I am putting the two of them together to kind of cheat and make it, you know, four players I'm looking for. But because they're brothers, I'm I'm still going to make the title three players. I'm just giving you guys a little bit of uh, bonus content, if you will. But uh, Kawan, specifically. I think Kawan Markham, the older of the two with the most experience, I think he's in store for a pretty good season. Like I said, I'm not willing to go down and bet that he ends up being some kind of like all Pac-12 player. But I do think that he's going to be a pleasant surprise for the Sun Devils this year. Let's go ahead and hop into our first break. When we return, we're going to go ahead and continue talking about players for the Sun Devils who I believe could be a very nice surprise for the team in 2022. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. We've been asking and Built Bar has delivered. Built granola bars are here. Built granola bars come in three unbelievable flavors, including chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. Want to try all three flavors? You can get a mix box at built.com right now. There are so many different bars and puffs 
Built granola bars are loaded with granola. It's the perfect combination of crunch and chewiness. But just like bars and puffs, these babies are packed with protein and covered in 100% real chocolate. With 150 calories, just 50, or not just, but 15 grams of protein and only 4 grams of sugar, Built Granola Bars will charge your world. Built has cracked the code to better granola. They're the perfect healthy snack to pack your lunch, take on the road, or eat as a snack. And they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So if you've been waiting for a healthy and delicious granola bar to hit the market, this is your time. Head to Built.com right now and get the Built Granola Bars. Three delicious flavors to try. Again, those are chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. Don't miss out. Go and get yours today. Go to Built.com to get the BuiltGranolaBars.com. While you're there, use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And again, thank you guys so much for making Locked On Sun Levels your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go ahead, hop back into the conversation now. Guys, who could stand out this year? I'm going to go ahead and swing for the fences with this one. I think the defensive line is, you know, there's going to be a lot of rotation this year. Tyler Johnson's gone. DJ Davidson is gone. Jermaine Lole has recently transferred to Louisville. There are a lot of opportunities for a lot of young players to step up right now. I am going to be looking at Trevez Moore to be hopefully healthy and the best player on that defensive line. I am also looking at Neves, at not Nevesta, at Nesta Jade Silvera, the transfer coming in from the University of Miami, Florida, to also make a big-time presence for this team. I, BJ Green, another person I'm very, very excited about from the outside presence. Uh, Tatala Pesifi is someone, you know, redshirt senior. Another dude I'm going to be looking at. Dylan Hall and Omar Norman Lott. Sorry for blanking there. Are also guys, I'm also really, really excited for Omar Norman Lott. I was excited about him last year. I'm going to continue being excited about him this year, but I'm swinging for the fences this one. I'm going to say that Robbie Harrison is somebody who's going to be a sneaky good player for the team this year. Now, Harrison is a guy who is an incoming freshman, 6'3", 285 pounds for the team, coming out of Greenwood, South Carolina, or not Carolina, uh, Southern California. No, it is South Carolina, excuse me. Yeah, Greenwood, South Carolina. I think that there, there's just this opportunity here for Harrison to find a way onto the field he was not somebody who was very highly recruited. I saw that he was like 176 or something like that on defensive linemen being ranked. He was a three-star recruit, though, coming out of South Carolina. I, I think that there's going to be a pretty big chip on his shoulder. You know, he was recruited by uh, Robert Rodriguez, who's part of the coaching staff for Arizona State. And I did see in an interview that uh, Rodriguez was saying that Harrison is one of the strongest players that he's ever had the opportunity to coach. That's a really, really nice thing to say about an incoming freshman. 
the guy hasn't taken a snap in college yet. He's probably 18 or 19 years old and somebody who's already at that 285 pound mark. I think that the sky could be the limit for this kid. There's, there's that potential that he could continue to bulk up if he wanted to. But as of right now, he is more than likely going to slide to the interior of the defensive line where I feel like the competition is kind of wide open. You know, like I said, Lole is gone. So is DJ Moore from last year. He'll go ahead and compete with uh, Pesifi and uh, Jade Silvera for majority of the snaps from the defensive line. Uh, Omar Norman Lott is another guy. I think they're kind of flex around all over the defensive front. So it's four guys that I feel like you're going to rotate. I don't know if there's one person there that I'm particularly looking at and saying, yeah, no, you are like a set in stone entrenched starter for us. Like no if, ands, or offs about it. There's, there's going to be a lot of competition here. I think that Harrison could wind up finding his way onto the field a little more often than people anticipate. I think when you have somebody who's not highly recruited, and is already getting praise from a coaching staff that is looking for guys to step up, that's huge. And, you know, pun intended, if we must, because obviously Harrison is a very, very large individual. But I do think that there is a pretty big opportunity here for Harrison to impress early on with the Sun Devils. That's something I'm going to be, you know, hoping and praying for. But I feel like at the end of the day, right now, until someone truly stands out, and it's going to probably be in season by that time, I feel like you have to have a rotation of players. You know, short of a BJ Green who is proven, or a Trevez Moore who is your grad senior and has shown some seriously good potential when he's healthy, the rest of the guys, I don't know if there's one person where I'm looking at him and I'm like, yeah, he's the guy. He needs to get all the snaps possible. I think right now you're just, you got a handful of guys that you need to rotate and figure out who is in a very good situation to succeed and who needs a lot more time to get prepared for a larger role. Robbie Harrison, this is your chance to prove yourself. Show the world why you were severely underranked and severely overlooked when it came to the recruiting process. I'm looking forward to Robbie Harrison this year. Let's go ahead and hop into our final break. When we return, we're going to go through my final guy who I think could be in store for a very important year for the Sun Devils. Again, this is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. And again, one more time, thank you guys so much for making Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Make sure that you tune into the Locked on NBA Big Board podcast with Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leaf Thulin as they give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and of course, big boards. Follow the Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, this last guy, I want to spend a little bit of time discussing because I feel like there's there should be expectations placed on this player. Again, excuse me, allergies, so much fun. Brian Thompson, wide receiver. Last year, he caught 13 passes in eight games for 130 yards, a flat 10 yards a catch, no touchdowns. He was a transfer coming from Utah, where he was a four-year player for them, 
and in that time frame managed to grab 33 catches for 756 yards and four touchdowns, a whopping 22.9 yards per reception. He had proved to be a very good deep threat for them. Did not do anything with Arizona State last year. And it's not like there was a lot of competition. After Ricky Pearsall, it was, you know, just a totally open race. Like LV Bunkley Shelton was the next guy. Johnny Wilson had made a few appearances here and there. And guess what? Both of them are gone now. Ricky, Ricky Pearsall is gone too. All three of those guys were in the transfer portal and have since left. Brian Thompson is looking like the wide receiver one on this team right now. I don't know if Andre Johnson is ready for that step. I don't know if Chad Johnson Jr. is ready for a larger role. I don't know if Elijah Badger is going to live up to his spring practice hype. But I think that Thompson, who definitely had some pretty large expectations placed on him last year, has a lot to prove. And I think that could very well play into his favor this year. So I am looking at Brian Thompson with a lot of targets to behold. Rashad White, the team's second leading receiver a year ago, was gone. Curtis Hodges is also gone. So Thompson, who was seventh on the team last year in receptions and yards, or excuse me, just yards, is going to be somehow splitting up the receptions of Pearsall's 48, White's 43, Bunkley's 33, Hodges 20, and Johnny Wilson's 12. That's a lot of targets to go around, and someone has to get them. And I feel like Brian Thompson should be that guy. And I'm hoping that he is that guy. Honestly, I don't think he has a choice but to be that guy. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because he has shown in the past during his time at Utah that he is capable of the big play. Arizona State has also had a pretty good track record of transfer-wide receivers with Jalen Strong and Devin Lucien and Brandon Ayuk all showing off that potential when they finally got that opportunity. This isn't me saying Brian Thompson is going to be an all-pack 12 player. I'm not even saying he's going to be a 1,000-yard receiver. Heck, he might not even be an 800 or 700-yard receiver. But he could find his way into that Ricky Pearsall role, where he does get in the high 500s and can find a way to be that big playability player. He definitely has the potential to be a big play player. I think that the stars might be aligning here for Brian Thompson to truly step into a very large role for the team and prove himself to be invaluable to the offense. So Brian Thompson here, like I said, I feel like there's no excuse but for him to dominate this year. I am looking forward to Brian Thompson, believe it or not, even though he's coming off a season where he had flat 10 yards of catch and he only had 13 catches and he only played in eight games a year ago. I think this is going to be a good season for Brian Thompson. Somehow, someway, I am excited for Thompson to potentially figure out what he's going to be doing. And he might have upgraded a quarterback, too, for what it's worth. Emory Jones coming in from Florida definitely feels like a better player than what Jaden Daniels was. I feel like I feel like Jones is going to be what we all feel like Jaden should have been. I'm excited for Brian Thompson this year. Like I said, I feel like he could be like a sneaky good player for Arizona State. That's what I'm banking on, and I know that's what Arizona State's going to be banking on as well because their wide receiver room is desperate for a big-time playmaker 
And I feel like that could potentially be Thompson. But that is going to wrap up a pretty quick episode of the Locked on Sun Devils today. Again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you would like to see us in a visual platform. But wherever you get your podcast, make sure that you hit that notifications button so you never miss an update from us as we are Monday through Friday right now and putting out the best content for football, basketball, and a little bit of everything in between for our beloved Arizona State Sun Devils. If you're on Twitter, go ahead and make sure you hit me with that follow at RichieBrads36 and follow the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. But until next time, Sun Devil family and faithful, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.